Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's Christmas. It's Christmas <laughs> I think I think it's the jingle, the, the, the bells, like the... Yeah. Is that your go-to? Is it Mr. Summer? No, not really. I don't no. know. I just had it in my mind. For whatever reason. Well, you, you belt it out, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I know. You belt it out. Let's go for it. Hey. It is, it's Boxing Day. I know, right? It's Boxing Day when this goes out. It's weird for us because it's not Boxing Day, but it, we're, we're in the zone. Yes. It is Boxing it Day. It is Eagle. Boxing Day. Have you had a lovely Christmas? I've had a great Christmas. Yeah, what did you go to? <laughs> um, at, this, at this stage, we would have gone for Christmas at the... At Mama Demba, Papa Demba's. Yeah. And yeah, what, we always... Uh, what do they prepare for you on We always Christmas celebrate Day? Christmas on Christmas Eve, being Portuguese. Okay, yeah. So you literally ramp up. You probably start around 8pm and yeah. ramp up with loads of Portuguese food. And wine. And, and wine, of yeah. course. Whoa. And you ramp it up until midnight and open the presents at midnight. Do so, you? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big like thing. That. <laughs> and then what happens on Christmas Day? On Christmas Day, um, you still get the turkey and everything else. But yeah. It's like two, do you go to church two, on Christmas Day? Um, usually tend to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. Um, Are the girls excited? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ava, They're of an age now, aren't they? Where exactly. it's like, they really, really know what's going it. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ava really, really gets it. And she knows Zara what she wants for so Christmas. Much. No, Zara, not so much. She's not got a clue. No, she, but she loves it. She yeah. sends people around and I'm like, ah, ah! Yeah. <laughs> she just screams. What about, what about you and the fam? We'll, we'll, have, uh, we'll have Gemma's parents over for Christmas dinner. Yeah. Um, we tend to just stay at home now. It's like, it's hard work and if you've got kids yeah. trying to go around and get them in the car see everywhere they, yeah. just want, they just want to open their presents and play and just be be in the house we'll go to the pub mm-hmm. we'll always go down to the we'll go down to the five lamps if anyone wants to join us <laughs> although it's boxing day yeah so we will have been to the five lamps <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't come to the five lamps I'm sorry but um, yeah that's the one we'll go to we'll have go yeah. and have a, a couple of shandies in the five lamps yeah. and then um, back for dinner and and just your classic old pass out on the sofa, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Watching some rubbish yeah. TV. Although the recent years have been good. I remember watching, I remember like a year or two ago watching, um, was it Ready Player One? That was yeah, a great yeah, Christmas yeah. Day film. Yeah. Loved I do that. like that movie, yeah. Um, you know me, sci-fi, I'm there. Really, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it's been, it's been a great Christmas, Igor. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed it. <laughs> How's your Christmas been, fam? How's... Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah. Um, Any highlights? Let so, us know. So you might have noticed as well, we've, we've, we've gone with a festive spirit, haven't yeah. we? We've got a bit of tinsel and some fairy lights on the table here for, for, for those of you that are watching on YouTube. Yeah. 
it's incredible. Actually, I, we were talking about number split earlier about like the, the, the listenership and the watch, the watches. It's a 50-50 split. Mm-hmm. In terms like of? YouTube, like YouTube versus Apple and Spotify. Really? Yeah. Pretty much a 50 split. Wow. I could be wrong there. Yeah. But we've, we've hit, we're hitting good numbers. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's been a good year, hasn't it? Yeah, Which really, really good. Which kind into what this episode's about. Yeah, it very much is. a segue in there. Yes, like, good. What, I feel like I'm getting better at presenting. Yeah, you are. Learning, you are. learning the ropes. But no, this is a perfect way to go into our end of year review, really. Just really looking at what's been happening this year. A lot has happened. Year. A lot's happened. Yeah, six months. Yeah, so I said to you earlier, on the 10th of December last year, 2021, mm-hmm. me and you sat down to do a test and you just roped us into doing a full-on episode. Yeah, we recorded it, um, and and I think on I think on my Instagram I put out like that escalated quickly. <laughs> it was like well, we just did it, but we did it, didn't we? Yeah. And that was the first one we recorded. We put it out on the fifth of May. Yeah. We built up kind of a bit of a library, didn't we? Before yeah. we started publishing, we wanted to make sure that we had a good, robust lineup. Really. Because yeah. We, we were not sure what we were sort of letting ourselves in for. So we no, not at all. Like wanted... But we knew we knew both of us that we needed to be consistent. Yeah. And quite incredibly, since that first episode on the 5th of oh, May... We missed one week. We missed one week. Yeah, that's it. Which was, I think, was a bank holiday anyway. Yeah. Um, so you guys were on holiday anyway. You yeah. were probably in the beach or something. <laughs> and um, that's pretty impressive. Like, we've, we've, we're, we're quite proud of ourselves. Well done, Sam. Well done. Let's take a team effort. And Merla as well. And Amy. You know, it's, I know, been, I know. it's been quite an achievement, really. No, to, it really has. To, to get to this stage. We've um, only just started, haven't we, really? Mm-hmm. Really just started. Thirty or thirty, thirty-five episodes in now. Yeah, um, we are fully booked for speakers in January and almost Feb. Mm-hmm. We've got the best part of what twelve or thirteen people booked in. Yeah, in two months. Yeah, like I think people can see now what we're trying to do. So actually, trying to get people to come on the podcast is—it's so much easier. It's proving a little bit easier because yeah. people can see it and they can go, "Oh yeah, I want to be a part of that." Yeah, um, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the things that we've learn over the past 12 months mm-hmm. from starting this project and this journey yeah um and we're just going to do a quick review of everybody that's been on here yeah because we've had some amazing speakers haven't we mm-hmm. um do you want to kick us off with what 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 have been your kind of takeaways so far like what have you i think that um yeah <laughs> we are very different in terms of our characters oh god yeah and and i think this has shown the more we sort of like team up. Don't yeah. get nervous. Don't no, get no, nervous. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I agree with you. Like I that. agree with you. And each of us have got our strengths and our weaknesses and really, and I think that very much one of your strengths that has sort of like rubbed up on me, rubbed off on me really is it's the sort of like forced networking that has yeah, I'm always happy to rub off on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine with me. <laughs> but yeah, I think that there's an image for everybody listening. Yeah, that's it. It's it's in my mind now. <laughs> big spoon or small spoon? I'm still the big spoon. All the time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, forced networking. I think um, the podcast has very much forced me to yeah, just network a lot more um, with people that I just wouldn't wouldn't do it whatsoever, yeah. really. And and I think that. It's something to be admirable for you, really, in terms of like how how that just comes so natural naturally to you. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it does, but I, I think like, not to not to um, put negative. I think mm-hmm. one of your, you know, you're you're a creature of comfort, aren't you? I think yeah. you like what you know a little bit, and I've seen. I think you've grown massively over the last year. I've seen a like, massive change in you, kind of just getting out there and doing it. Yeah, yeah. I still like to see more of you on Instagram. Yes, he still, still wants like to see, see my face. Your face. <laughs> um, 
but it has it has been great to see. I don't necessarily feel like I'm I'm that great at it, but you obviously think that I, I do. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's the one skill that I think that you 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 very much um, bring forward. You are able to unite people or bring people together in such a easy way. Oh, I didn't make any notes on you. <laughs> Hold on, let me just have a think. No, it's good. I really that's really nice to hear. Thank you. No, yeah, genuine. Even I, even now, not, this, this I'm is not the, that great at taking compliments. Yeah, so like, but this no, is the perfect nice example. Good. We were literally on the phone. Uh, we were literally trying to organise things um, for this episode. Um, and your phone is just simply buzzing left, right, and centre. <laughs> and and uh, are we coming tonight? I sent you to, I sent you to voice. Is I sent you to voicemail, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not is, got time for you yet, Igor. Yeah, You're up it. next. Is what's what's happening? Um, are we coming together? Blah, blah, I just blah, like to be around people. Yeah. You know, I just like, and I think that's probably where the podcast was born a little bit. Is I, yeah. I like I like those conversations. You know. Um, you know, the industry we're both in, we've talked about it countless times. Like, we both absolutely love it. But I, lo- I love the wedding day. I love going to weddings because mm-hmm. I'm around people and I feed off it. Mm-hmm. Actually, the, 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 not the negative or the downside, but I suppose the, the small issue is that when you then come back and you're in the office five days of the week, yeah. I, just, I just find it quite lonely. Yeah. Um, and I just want to chat to people. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, AirPods are amazing because I can put them in. I can ring people. Yeah. Like, How are you doing? What's going on today? Um, <laughs> And, and, and yeah, I just, I just enjoy those conversations. That's where, you know, me and you kind of, um, I suppose, collaborate. Yeah, we, we connected over that because we would, we would chat and we're like, why don't we just have these conversations on a podcast and let everybody else listen to it? Yeah, that's it. You know, and that's it. That's that's how we got here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm impressed that we've, we've kept this going without, with only missing one week. That's been my really big, proud kind of moment. And don't you think that... Now, having done that, having done that consistently for a good six months, do you find it easier? What, t- turning up and, and, doing, uh-huh. and doing it? Um, I feel I probably feel more comf- confident and comfortable in front of the camera now. Yeah. I still have moments where I question what I'm saying and if I'm going to come across as a complete yeah. nutter, you know what. But I'm, I'm growing into it a little bit more. I think, we, well, I think yeah. we both are. I think yeah. well, one point we'll touch on in a little bit is how Hosting. we see now there's God, just like the skill that's involved in, but like people that host podcasts and are just like naturals at it. Yeah, like wow, that's I can listen to podcasts now and go, they're they're really they're really good. Yeah, like it's just that it's a skill. Isn't it's it? a real skill. Being able to listen to people, mm-hmm. being able to kind of digest what they're saying and to be able to return a question that is, yeah, you know, you know that people at home or at work or wherever they are listening are going to want to know that question, but you've got to be able to find that question. Yeah, that's it. And you've got to deliver it in a really punctual, clear concise way and I still have moments where I go um or uh, uh we have and actually yeah. that's actually just part of our dialect now and I feel a lot a lot more at ease with that mm-hmm. and having those pauses or those silence just come that's just part of the natural discussion isn't it yeah um so yeah just the the volume that we've produced the value that we've brought one of my really big things definitely one of my really huge takeaways has been justifying why we decided not to just stick to our industry yeah yeah, you know, we, it's a big one. I think I think that from everything that we were seeing from from the people around us in terms of like our inspirations and everything else, um, yes, the wedding photography industry is amazing. It's nothing to say anything against it, but there's so much more oh, out there. There's so much more, and yes, our industry can very much be above all. I think we like, I think we realised within the first two or three guest speakers very quickly that 
we were we were right in our thinking because I think we just had a bit of doubt, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We were umming and ahhing. Oh, shall we just shall we just food? shall we just stick to wedding photographers exactly. and videographers, or, just niche even or do we do we do we branch out and just mm-hmm. treat it as a creative industry as a whole? Yeah. And we went with our gut, which was you know the creative industry as a whole. And you know, within those first two or three episodes, we were both like, yeah, I'm we're take we we personally are taking things away from those discussions. Yeah. Um, another big takeaway that we didn't talk about is how or how, how we doubted whether we'd be able to get here get, get people here to come and have a, yeah. a conversation in real life and I think by the time we'd done the first episode with Sophie we were like no this needs to it needs to be here needs, and, it needs yeah. to be here um, yeah. doing it over Zoom or whatever it might be just it's good but it's, it's okay but in order to maintain same, this th- this this rapport this banter and at the same time just the the connection that we get with our speakers yeah. being able to be open and I suppose the question I suppose the question is would we have had those discussions that we've had with some of the speakers if they were just over a, a screen and a computer yes oh. and no but yes probably but not to the standard and and depth that that that, that we no I just moment. don't think it would have been as genuine and as, as yeah. heartfelt as maybe some of those episodes yeah. have been um so okay. yeah that's there's that um we've also changed over the course of the year yeah the biggest and most notable one for the photographers and videographers out there that are watching and listening is that we added ninjas to our cameras yeah yeah so just production value was always going to be high we always wanted to make sure that it was going to be like yeah it's been a ride let's say it's been a ride and yeah we very much honed in in terms of in, in terms of the the gear and yeah as you say the standard really but I think that, yeah, once we introduced the ninjas, once we introduced that sort of like long form, because everything was always 25 minutes and then yeah. stop, start again. Um, but once we introduced that it long just form aspect. The lid of, off, didn't it? Yeah. And I think Christian's episode was like the perfect, perfect sort of example of that. I think, really. it, was an exa- I think it was a great example for, for two reasons. One, one is the one we've just talked about, which is that we could just continuously talk for an hour and a half mm-hmm. and not have to break. Yeah. And then also the, the benefit of that was it, it gave Christiane the space and the, I suppose, the, the comfort to know that she could be honest and open with yeah. us, and, and she was. And yeah. like, I'm sure we'll touch on that in a little bit, but yeah. that was, it felt like a kind of, um, what's turning the word? Point. Yeah, a turning point, like a, like a really iconic part of our, yeah. our last 12 months. I completely agree. That episode was very much for me, and yeah, we, I guess we can go into it. Um, talk about sort of like our favorite episodes yeah but go for it we're we going into it now yeah yeah might as well. yeah yeah we could do what we want it's, <laughs> our, it's our podcast mate i don't know if you know like, <laughs> the rule book can go out the window. <laughs> um no and i think christian's episode was literally one of my favorite episodes yes because um it had for me i felt like it had everything in it i had great number of tips for people to really take away home um, a great sense of honesty and vulnerability that people can really relate to and yeah. very much um, yeah a great sense of emotion and empathy that yeah. very much draws out from the episode and at the same time you just yeah you, you can very much relate to to Christiana the, the whole sense of having to put her face in literally hey here I am and yeah. let's go again so you're, you're referencing going to a wedding yes yeah, yeah. and yeah, I think that that well, it's like episode, life, isn't it? Yeah, you know, exactly. Like we all, you, you we still got to show up. You still you just don't sh- know what people are going through. And yeah. I think the 
you know, the point that she made was like, go, you know, going through, you know, what is a difficult subject in like fertility issues and then having yeah. to go up and, you know, having, I think she described it as kind of like crying in the van for half an mm-hmm. hour to then rocking up to someone's wedding day and being all, Hi. you know, happy and, and yeah. everything's okay. And yeah, I think that was a, an incredible moment really. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it because of all of that that you've said, but I also loved it because um, Christiane came to the audience episode that we did mm-hmm. and just seeing her, ch- uh, that change from her, like quite, quite timid, being a bit afraid to step out there and put herself yeah. in front of a camera, just for example, like Instagram, to then just going and doing it and then coming on the podcast and just openly talking about that. like just from And a, smashing it. Yeah, and just smashing it and just, like seeing that, that success and that that progression from just going, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, even though it scares the yeah. shit out of me. Yeah, this is why we had this. Uh, yeah, this it was just amazing. So yeah. from our point of view, like just being able to have see that see to see that in somebody, yeah, to see the potential and to give her the opportunity to grow in that way, like from a personal point of view for us, it made me feel like yeah, we've really kind of helped her a little bit yeah yeah, her yeah grow. exactly that's it um and she's she's brilliant I, I mean if you go and listen to any of our episodes i think that's probably a, a really good start point yeah um, what about you have you got any sort of like i know that that's that is a favorite but have you got a favorite 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 i don't, I don't uh, i'm not i'm not so sure i'm not sure if i have an absolute standout favorite there's a mm-hmm. couple of things that definitely stand out when i look back on them and the first one would probably be ben's episode yes because again it comes back to why we're having these conversations why we're having conversations with people that are outside of our industry and and it's just it reinforces that entire point of like being inspired and and being influenced by somebody that is just makes knives mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it it makes us it makes me feel like we were right yeah. in, in having those conversations but also you know part of ben's discussion was around you know the fact he'd been doing it for like 10 years and he just felt like he was only just starting and it was like how can he grow his business and the only way he could do that really was by taking on an apprentice to yeah. kind of free up his time to mm-hmm. then grow the business yeah. and you know I think within about a month I'd reached out to an apprenticeship company and was like can I get an apprentice <laughs> because yeah because you know there'd be things that we'd be doing here and I'd be sat at my desk editing videos and I'm like I don't need to be doing this mm-hmm. I can train somebody up quite easily yeah. to do this yeah and yeah it's going to cost me a bit of money it's going to cost me a bit of time but I think Ben said once you've done that once you've gone through that process of time and money and investing in somebody yeah what you get back is more in time return is, yeah that's a that's been a huge that's been a huge takeaway for me um in terms of like standout episodes I, I particularly loved i loved jess's episode yeah it just felt like just a really just a, a, a really inspiring conversation i think there was a lot i think there'll be a lot of a lot of people that listen to jess and relate to it it's that kind of you know starting a young family mm-hmm. you know coming back into a, a career and trying to yeah. sort of establish yourself um but it also made us us realize as well i'll speak for both of us here i think when when we first sat down to talk about who we were going to have on the podcast <laughs> we were putting like massive names on weren't we yeah yeah we and we still got those we still got those names on the board they're still there but we were like oh these people need to have 30 40 50 000 yeah. followers on instagram because we want to you know let's be honest right we wanted to tap into their marketing reach yeah right? yeah let's not beat around the bush but when we spoke to Jess, because Jess has been Jess has been here to do our branding photos. Yeah. And every time she comes in, we just both like smile and have a chat to her. And yeah. She just has yeah. this kind of just natural, this natural sort of warmth and kind of um, openness uh, about what she's doing in business. And we were like, we just need to get Jess in and have a chat, yeah. like about yeah. starting a business. And I think also we didn't expect it to be 
as amazing as it was as an episode. Yes, and being honest, I, I was very much like, mm, I'm not sure. Being honest, yeah, and holding yeah, yeah. my hands up, I'm not sure whether I we should. I think Jess have... will forgive you for that. Yes, exactly. Sorry, Jess. Um, but yeah, I, I was sort of like a bit reluctant, really, because we had that list, and I'm kind of like, yeah, let's hit those big numbers. We we've yeah. got to have a standard and everything else. But when actually, no, relatability is so relatability, much more important. Conversation, exactly. Um, you know, Jess didn't have that following, but no, her episode, but probably one of the most well, probably up there with one of the most received episodes we've put yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm going to cough. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Oh, we but, can chop that out. Or but not. no, I completely agree. And it, it just shows. Um, sometimes you, you're you wrong. And until you actually try things, yeah. you won't actually know what works and what doesn't. And I think that's the perfect example of it, really. Yeah. yeah. Should we talk about Merla? Yeah. The boss. The boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we call just her the boss. Her the boss. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that we, when we, we both realized, I think within the first couple of episodes again, that there was going to be a lot of work. Yeah. This is a lot to of under, work. undertake here. And if we wanted this to grow and if we wanted this to be the podcast and the community and the, the the place to go that we wanted it to be that we needed to kind of bring other people on to help us mm-hmm. push that and it just so happened that you know Merla was in a transition between jobs and we were like do you want to come and have a chat and yeah she's been like a bit of a whirlwind hasn't I she, still really? remember we sat down here yeah <laughs> almost like a little triangle trio yeah and yeah have a seat it almost felt like an interview didn't it yeah <laughs> well she passed it <laughs> with flying colours no I think. Yeah, you'd be the first one to say it as well. We wouldn't be where we are with the podcast without her, really, because it's we just wouldn't have the time to do it. No, no, no. The, um, the, the, the time, or it was perhaps even the patience. We probably would have no. kind of like sacked it off. And well, I can remember doing the first few reels. And I was like, yeah. I can't keep doing this. It's just taking yeah. me too long. Yeah. And she's come in and it's just been like an absolute tornado. Yeah. Um, you know, she's just absolutely ripped it all up. Um, you know, she's got us flying on Canva. Yeah. Which I can't even imagine not having Canva now. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, we don't have to. I can remember saying in the first few weeks, she'd come and ask us something. We're like, no, no, Merla, just do like, it. Just do it. We, we trust <laughs> You're you. the boss. Yeah, very quickly, like that trust was there because she's got that um, unbelievable kind of marketing work ethic that mm-hmm. um, we're hoping, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, in, in later episodes. But, yeah. you know, she's going to be doing a marketing and instagram masterclass for the yeah. for the for the courses that we're going to create so yeah. we're buzzing about that in the new year mm-hmm. um that we'll talk about in the next episode because i think we're going to do a uh, plans for 2023 aren't yes. we so yes. that'll that'll be something we talk about in a bit, yeah. a bit more detail peek. later on um so yeah big love for merla yeah definitely. hard to imagine her not being here now yeah that's it she's not going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um for me one of the points that I absolutely love after seeing so many guests and so many different walks of life and hearing so many stories. Um, I always thought that I had a, a quite strong work ethic. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of like been blown out of the, out of the water really just by l- hearing stories on how people literally have done what they've done. And yeah, I think that my time now is a lot, even more precious than what I used to be. But at the same time, yeah, 
it really has shifted in my mind and, and in terms of productivity and everything else yeah. i think that is one of the big things that the podcast has yeah, is changed. that course coming soon sorry is that course coming that soon? course is coming soon yeah, yeah. that course yeah. i'm telling you yeah. that course is, it, is coming soon is it i mean you've said that three times over the course <laughs> of the year but okay so can't wait to see it yeah um i think yeah it's just it has changed it has changed so much really but again it just opened my eyes to the way you're doing it it's not the only way that's it yeah i think that uh again i think what you said beforehand i was like oh is that true is that not true um yeah sometimes you can be just just used to your comfort you you stick to what you know you stick to what yeah. you do and um you stick to that format and sometimes you're afraid of venturing out from it because you think that uh, this might be less productive than what you are doing at, at the moment already. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that's been a, a, a massive one. I've just realised we didn't even intro this episode. We just went straight in. But no, I fine, think though. we did. did, we, did, we, did we talk? Yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah. Say we were another idea, did we? Oh, welcome oh, we to didn't. Another, <laughs> welcome to another idea. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening for the first time, we are Sam and Igor. We are here to support and help creative businesses, entrepreneurs, yeah. self-employed, anybody that wants to level up their business in any kind of way, like creatives, like we've got you. Yes, basically, definitely. We've got you back. Yeah. Um, there we go, it's over. Yeah. Before we get into the episodes, I just want to put out one point that I think is kind of, I think people will relate to and is very real, and that is that I think if we were doing this on our own individually, mm-hmm. I think we would have stopped already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was I, my point. Okay, right, Beforehand, yeah. yeah. I, I, because I think from a personal point of view, I've definitely noticed like the anxiety levels have crept up a lot more this yeah. year. Yeah, Um And, you know, people probably see what we're doing and they think, and I've definitely found this this year, people think or say, and I love it, I, I know where, I, I know it comes from a genuine place mm-hmm. and like thinking that you're smashing it, mm-hmm. you're doing really well. And I think Pearl talk, talked about this as well in a previous episode about, you know, what we see people putting out isn't necessarily a, a reflection of how successful they are exactly. they are yeah um and it's great i love that people love what we're doing i love that people think that we're doing really well but it is it is really hard and we are you know we've had moments of major doubt this year mm-hmm. and and it just so happens that those major doubts haven't aligned together you know if i have a moment of anxiety or doubt you're like no come on mate we've got this let's yeah, keep yeah. going let's keep going yeah. and, vice, and vice, versa. vice versa yeah um so having that support and having you know you and merla here and amy and and, Co- and now courtney as well it's just kind of helped me ride out those little yeah. troughs that You're not I think any, our own. everybody goes through. You know, we we said in the very first or very you know, very first couple of episodes, like, this is a bit about a bigger picture for us. Like, yeah. we, we're having to put in a lot to get this moving and we're starting to see positive signs mm-hmm. with the listeners and the numbers. Yeah. Um, we've but got the vision huge, for it. It's, huge it's plans huge. for next year. Yeah. And we're going to start, we're going to start slowly you know, introducing those over the over the next few weeks yeah. and months, and we we're just dead excited. Yeah, because um, we you know we make no bones about it. Like this is takes up a lot of our time, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of our time. You have to drive from Peterborough, which is like a good hour and a half every time we do a recording. Yeah. We do two. Yeah, now we're going to do three recordings in a day. Yeah, um, there's editing time. We obviously you know murder doesn't work for free. Yeah, um, and we have invested a lot, but we. We've we done that. Value. We've done it because we believe that there's something bigger here, and yeah. we are dead excited. We can't wait to bring more value to you mm-hmm. guys that that listen and show up and share about it yeah. every week. You know, um, there's more coming. Basically, yeah. there's loads more coming. And, and we, whilst we're we excited. are sort of like learning, taking lessons from it, and selfishly bringing people that we really admire and everything else, it is all for you guys. It is all for you for the audience, really, because I think the ultimate goal really is to build. A community build a community really where 
people are like-minded um love to see a hub where people show their results and everything else and yeah it, it just gets me excited yeah it gets me really really excited well on that note then shall we shall we dive into a quick review of of guests that have been here this year because we've had some guests haven't we yeah we really have let me just let me move along to my to my next pad so i can see who we've had and we'll just let's just let's just work through them first up sophie purser black velvet styling oh yeah and and i think we've got to just say first and foremost hats off to sophie for just going yeah i'll, I'll come on this thing that you <laughs> guys are doing that, that, that i don't know what it's about and no one's listening to um yeah i'll come it was very much like yeah that, and she was it? like no i don't like going in front of a camera i'm like well it's it's filmed sophie so you're gonna have to sit there and and she came in and she was just brilliant yeah absolutely amazing and i think that um it surprised me as well just how how strong she was at what she knew yeah in terms of her marketing skills because it's especially for us as photographers or creatives let's say um it's it's one of those things that we sort of like disregard quite easily really yeah but she's hardcore and she does like the dirty marketing exactly well, she's hardcore it's she not just knows like the numbers yeah people see marketing often as like just the, you know just gotta get a nice little instagram post put yeah, out that's, and it. That, that's it that's my marketing <laughs> done but like sophie just took it to another level it's like okay what's the what are the analytics on that yeah. how am i going to grow what are my lead generators how am i going to get people to sign up to my yeah, yeah, yeah like the the power and the importance of a mailing list you know she made all of us go right i need to set up a mailing list <laughs> didn't she yeah yeah very much you know, so. um yeah i just love i loved her i thought she was a great a great first guest yeah definitely. um and if you haven't got a mailing list you need to go and get a mailing list yeah it's really important it's really important just from the simple aspect of Instagram might die tomorrow. Um, how are you going to connect with your your audience? Yeah, the people that are within your sphere, that wherever your income comes from, where how are you going to connect with them? And mailing list is just an easy access to all those people. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's cue a quick a quick uh, quick section of Sophie. Felt <laughs> out your depth or struggled or not not felt. As- no, I wasted a lot of money on advertising last year testing something that I I wasn't sure if it was going to work. I had a hunch it wouldn't work, but I didn't want to be an arsehole and think I knew everything. So I tested it and it didn't work. So maybe I should have trusted myself. Yeah, trust you guys. But, you know, sometimes how much, how much did you test and how, how, much did you, how much did you lose on that? Oh, well, um, every month we probably spend about five grand on advertising. Wow. And I spent about 80% of that budget for about three months on this. Yeah, stupid. And at at the same time, I was targeting the wrong kind of people. I wasn't building my mailing list with quality leads. Yeah, it was a bit stupid in hindsight, but you know, we're a young business. Aren't mailing lists like very 2006? No. This is where we go. go. He's biting you. Yeah. Okay. You don't like mailing lists? No, no, no. We love it. No, no, no. We're just like goading you a little bit. Okay. No, they're awesome. They are. How how come? Just like to Um, people listening that are like, I haven't got a mailing list. Why should they? Why should you? Why should a business have a mailing list? How does it work for you guys? Oh, it works brilliantly. So our mailing list is at about 15,000 now, which isn't massive, but it's a good chunk of people. Um, the open rate is about 25%, which again is pretty good. Um, but we have to make sure that we're doing um, quality-led, you know, like value um, content through our website, which gets pushed to the emails and social, obviously. Um, email, did you not have, Instagram went down? 
like six months or a year ago did it yeah everyone yeah, panicked. yeah yeah well if you had an e- email list like use that instead i mean let's not play that out Fifteen thousand people on a mailing list is, exactly. is astonishing isn't it yeah that's a great it's more than our followers yeah <laughs> how do we tap into that and well, yeah. and the fact that you've got direct access to that to them to yeah and if you're on a people. decent email um service provider you can see how many clicks how many sales you got yeah. through it and you know if if i do an email which i do at least twice a week mm-hmm. you're gonna bump your sales it's what it's there for and it works and um people can always unsubscribe if they find you annoying obviously try not to be annoying um as i say lead with quality but you've got to get your sales stuff in there yeah. and don't feel ashamed of that but if you've got a nice mix of authentic like value-led content you shouldn't feel bad about saying hey we've got a sale or okay number two ben Ben Edmonds, ben, 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 block ben, ben, knives, ben, 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 producing ben, ben, knives for all of all of the big chefs. <laughs> Just incredible, really. Yeah. Incredible he's... story, incredible journey. Um, I think what stood out for me from Ben is just that, like, absolute, has no fear approach to just yeah. trying something. Yeah, just goes and do it. Yeah, and learns from it, and then grows, and just... Did it work? It did it not work? It doesn't matter. I think I've we all it. need a bit of that in us, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Just no sense of fear, really. Just goes and do it, and... Yeah, it's to be admirable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like talking about the staff and apprentice um, discussion, that's been a you know a huge influence for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I loved hearing the kind of um, I think he's, he referenced kind of cited he's been doing this for like ten years. And he only just feels like he's getting started yeah. now. Yeah, you know, it's like in we live constantly. in an age, don't we, of like everybody wanting quick results. And exactly. like just look at what he's done over ten years, and now he only just feels like he can start to really scale a business but yeah constantly asking the questions what yeah, that if went, that what went if out in what june time and just look at the things he's grown in his business yeah. since then like when you listen to that episode then go and look at the work that he's put out mm-hmm. you can see all of those plans kind of yeah. coming together those those pillars that you referred yeah, they, to yeah that's it and just dialing each one up no i love that Studio Ninja, Igor. <laughs> here we go now i'm off again but I, I wanted to i just wanted to talk about one more thing because i think and i'm not here to criticize one of our sponsors but I think they're missing a trick. Ooh, shots fired. Tell yeah. us. Tell us what so you they are. It's, it claims to be designed by photographers for photographers, which mm-hmm. it is. It is designed by photographers for photographers. Yeah. So I'm not arguing that. But it's not just for photographers. That's it. It's so much I just more. think it's for any, anybody that's in a service-based industry. This, this piece of software is invaluable. I've had friends that are MUAs, hairstylists, florists, stylists. You know, you, you name it. I've had them all reach out and I've given them sort of guidance and setting them up that have gone on to use Studio Ninja and like, this is invaluable for our business. Yeah. So um, if Studio Ninja are listening and watching this back, might want to think about who you're targeting it yeah. to because actually yeah. I yeah. think it's, I think they're missing a trick. I think Go there's a the whole masses. market, there's a whole market out there that, you know, you don't just need to be a, f- a photographer or a videographer in the wedding industry. If you are a service-based industry and you've got clients or couples, whoever they may be, and you need to, book people in you need to send them automated emails invoices um you know the system and the software is yeah. there for for anybody to use in, in in whichever business they're they're operating in yeah get student ninja there you go so, so what's the discount people... code Igor? Oh. you should know it by now because i've told you a few times uh, let me see let me see i wonder what I'm it could be i'm guessing i'm guessing <laughs> um I'm joking it's another idea it's that simple so if you go to studio ninja um type in that at the checkout and you'll get 50% off for the whole year and you'll get the first month free 
you get the first month free and then another idea gets 50% off their first annual subscription. There we go. There you go. Sorted. Go, go get it. Mr. Dan Dolan. Dan Dolan. That teddy bear. Um, I think Dan was the epitome of a creative that <laughs> has literally been everywhere. Yeah. Done everything. And yeah, it's very easy when, when you are creative to sort of like um, feel like you haven't got a, a sense of purpose or a sense of direction. Yeah. Direction is the better word, really. And... But him looking back at everything that he had done, him just literally writing that list yeah, yeah. of of his jobs. That was one of my favorite, of my favorite intros. That was yeah, just yeah. It was strong, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, all of those jobs that he's done. That I think a lot of people would just go, uh, are probably like almost like you know fillers or dead end jobs mm-hmm. or just you know not what I want to do, but I suppose I've got to do it. You know, he took something away from every single one of those. Yeah, in the end. and and he's it, doing and what he's formed, doing today. It's formed who he is now. And yeah. Yeah, I, I love Dan. I could talk to Dan, well, I do most weeks anyway. I could talk to Dan for <laughs> just hours and end about stuff. And it's just a, a fascinating character. I've got, I've got a lot of time for him as a, yeah. as a businessman and a, and a videographer. Um, and he was just a great, great, great guest. Yeah. Number four. Rebecca Carpenter. Oof, force tornado. of Tornado. <laughs> Look at that. She <laughs> is an absolute tornado. We went sinking there. I, I said force of nature, you tornado. So much time for, I've, I just love Rebecca's approach. Yeah. There is no ceiling for her. Yeah. There very much is so. And she takes a lot of flack for sort of like being who she is unapologetically. But I think that that's Don't change, Rebecca. That's Don't. him. She won't anyway. She's no, she won't. She doesn't need us to tell us that. To tell her that. <laughs> but no, I think that's that's the lesson, really. That is the lesson. Oh, just be you, you, be you. Yeah. You be you, boo. And, and do what you're good at. Yeah. Do what you're... Focus on your strengths and really um, hyping them up and celebrate those around you. And yeah, I think that Rebecca's the perfect example that there's no excuses out there for people to sort of like succeed and... Just take their their dreams and take their sort of um, businesses by the horns and just ride it. Yeah, into I think that's what I love about about Rebecca is just her approach to, you know, you'd never hear like a, a moment of like negativity or mm-hmm. no, I can't do that. I don't, you know, this whole like I don't want to do reels. You'd never, you'd you'd never hear her utter those words. It's just like I'm going to do it. I'm just going to get on with it. Figure it out. Yeah, just go with it. Yeah, you know really sort of just hugely inspiring yeah i think very much there's so many people in our industry particularly and i think people very much gravitate towards that and i think that's why she's had the success that she's had because again unapologetically she who she, she's unapologetically who she, who she is yeah, is that, so did that's I say a, that, that right? was a mouthful but you Crikey. got there you got Whoa. there <laughs> and i think that you can see that within her couples as well yeah the just again the people that she kind of like presents herself on insta and everything else the the people that she hangs around with i think yeah everyone gravitates towards that so yeah, and right yeah. so and she you know if you're in if you're trying to get into this industry and you're looking at rebecca she is the prime example of you can just come in and just do your thing mm-hmm. and be a success yeah that's it boom Number big things for her by the way in the future I, i'm you know i don't even think she's even really started yet yeah no oh no no uh, no, I, <laughs> i'm mental when you're genuinely thinking. quite scared yeah <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time we are pumped, pumped. yeah yeah They're buzzing about it yeah can't wait tara not tara not number five Whew. again like kind of a few guests what i love about tara is that she had that bit of doubt about coming on she was like oh i don't know um but actually within a minute of her being sat there talking she yeah. was like just comfortable in the zone yeah very um, well spoken exactly that i admired so much her clearness 
of putting a point across in such a clear and concise yeah. way. I think she's one of the most, I think she's in the top top two or three of our episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of that. That's, but that's, that says something, doesn't yeah, it? Of course it does. Yeah, people don't, you know, people don't start listening to an episode and then just stick with it because yeah. they want, you know, there has to be something so there. There was, yeah. there, there was, there was, there was like, there was, there was something, there was, it always felt like there was more there to talk to about Tara. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just her, just her journey, her, you know, again, that kind of being in the nine to five, you know, in a job that didn't really fulfill and inspire her yeah. in the way that she knew it should do. And she just went for it. And she went for it in the, the worst possible time <laughs> as, as COVID hit. Yeah. But rode it out and is now reaping the, the reaping benefits, the benefits of that, of that hard work, you know, that clear vision. Yeah. Um, and just uh, as well, I think she talked about like the, the art of selling, I think, which is probably one of the really big takeaways and just about always being, you know, always just having that, uh, that self, uh, that level of self-awareness when yeah. you're selling yourself and you're speaking to your clients to mm-hmm. just be, be the, the, the best person that you can be yeah. and to, to come across in the right way. Yeah. That I think a lot of people just kind of slip into forgetting. Yeah. Very much so. Um, I'm just kind of like stuck in my mind with the whole nine to five in some ways a little bit. Um, on the thought that um, when I started, it was literally 2008, which was literally the the recession, recession yeah, time yeah, really. Yeah. And, Almost the same. And even now, it's even worse in terms of like a, a recession that we are at. And I was just thinking, yeah, just think of all those people. It's Boxing Day, Igor. Let's not bring them <laughs> No, no, no. This is a good one. This is a good one. Okay. Just going somewhere positive with it, guys. Yes, Let's bear yes. with him. Just hang with me, people. Hang with me. Um, just think of all those people that might be seeing all this doom and gloom about the cost of living and everything else and just thinking, you know what? I'm going to jump. Yeah. <laughs> um, despite everything that's happening, I'm going to jump. And the success stories that we'll, we'll see within one if year, only two Eagle, years, If only there was like a, a support community for people to be able to kind of, <laughs> to be a part of that would help inspire them and motivate them along that journey. See, now you're from, with me. From people that now have experience. Now you're with me, yeah. Samuel. If only, if only it's coming people. So yes, um, I'm excited. I'm like dead excited. Um, the thought just stopped me in my mind sort of thinking, yeah, just think of I th- all I th- the th- stories that are going to come you, out. You have a decision to make, don't you, in that time? You're like, do, yeah. you, do you let it swallow you up and, and consume you and worry about it? Mm-hmm. Or do you roll your sleeves up and just see an opportunity? Yeah, that's it. Like, and, and the people that will come out of this the strongest are the ones that go, no, I, I'm going to make something for myself here. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I think things will be tough over the next year or yes, two. Yes, yes. But w- where do you want to be when we come out of that? Yeah. Do you want to be in a position where your business has got really solid foundations for growth? Because you went for it. Or do you want to just be in that job that you still hate at nine to five? Yeah. Cursing. Yeah. Like, I know where I want to be. Yeah, that's so, it. Boom. Amen to that. Tony, Tony, Tony. Ah, Tony, wanna... Tony, Tony. I'm just feeling his hugs right now. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so Tony, for those of you that haven't listened, runs a salon. Yeah. Um, with about, what was it, 15, 20 staff? 20. 20, 20 staff. And again, it was a bit of a groundbreaking episode for us because we'd not really had anybody in there. Everybody else had been kind of self-employed mm-hmm. working by themselves pretty much and then tony comes in and he's like i've got 20 staff yeah like, <laughs> okay like here the we go end of the spectrum. now it's getting real yeah and what was your takeaway from tony um his just sheer trust within his people yes um yes he's got uh that framework as he said um of how things should work creatively within the business 
Um, but within those parameters um, that he has set for his business, people are able to maneuver in such a free way to yeah. actually let their style, let their creati creativity loose really within that. I think that was really, really good. Yeah. That do, you mean, do you mean this clip? I think it's important um, for creatives to still feel like they're, they're putting their creativity into it. Um, so so we, we have sort of certain ways of, of colouring hair in particular um, where we, we look at skin tone, we look at depth of colour and things and, and it, you've almost got a formula there to, to give you a range of colours that that person would suit. So we teach that to all of our team whether they come to us with 20 years experience or they're brand new um, and, and we know that creates great hair. Now sometimes if if we have someone with a lot of experience who comes in, they will test the waters a bit and, and, and they will try and do, do the things that they've always done and that they've been relatively successful at it, so why, why wouldn't they? And it's almost our client that tells that, that member of the staff, actually, that's, that's not good enough. You know, this is, this is what I want with my hair. Mm -hmm. And actually then when they implement the things that we've tried to teach them, all of a sudden they see, right, we, we get much happier clients, yeah. our retention rate goes up and all the rest of it. Um, so we, ha we have sort of, um, I suppose you'd call it, slight boundaries mm -hmm. that we want our team to work within but within those boundaries you you do what you want and and you know and let your personality out you know it's um and and you you kind of see um with each member of the team you can almost pick out their clients whether you're, you're speaking to them on the phone and their personality um or you're seeing them um and and sort of visually what they look like you can see that it's, it's different people that, that have worked on them um, and what you want to start off with is that um, your skill set and your personality um, brings in as as big a range of people as possible. But as your career goes on, you do sort of you, that that range sort of does that, and, and yeah. you, you find your fit and and you know the type of client that you're going to work on all the time. Mm -hmm. So you know we do have some some people who constantly work on you know just really good looking twenty five year old girls, and you know it's 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 creative work. It's you know all the latest trends or the rest of it they're successful and then we get other stylists that w their client base will all be you know on average 50 years old still look amazing absolutely amazing um but their sort of how they approach their work is um more relative to 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 that client and yeah. that client base um so over time, that's what you see. But to start off with, we want them obviously to be able to retain every single client. Yeah, you know our retention rates ninety percent. So we're doing it well. Um, the average in the industry is forty percent, I think. Wow. So uh, we do we're doing a lot of things right. But it is. Um, but what we need to make sure we're teaching is those boundaries mm. that we said is is what creates that. So we know if you're working in these boundaries, you're creating great hair. But work work within that and, and be creative within. Yeah. That. Boom. <laughs> that clip. Yeah, for me, Tony, the, one of the big takeaways for me from Tony was his selflessness of running a business. Mm -hmm. And and it was almost like, it was really refreshing to hear somebody that run, that's running a business that goes, I need to look after my staff first. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that they're all, you know, like you said about the framework and, and giving them that, that, that framework to be able to be creative, but also to make sure they're looked after. Yeah. And that, that was a business, very strong point. His yeah. business can only succeed and grow if everybody's kind of pulling in the same direction. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the counter to that is often you hear, you know, businessmen or, or, or business women, men and women, you know, just just looking after themselves first and foremost. Like yeah. it's about 
how much can they take out of the company and actually in order to be successful the you know the, the team has to operate and and work successfully yeah at a level that everybody else. feels like they are that in it yeah i I'd, it I'd love to go and work for tony yeah 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 i could see that yeah yeah, I just yeah. imagine he's got a really good atmosphere and a vibe in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, people will be having fun there. Yeah, yeah. and you will be. And taken they feel part care of the team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all, that's all we want, isn't it? Right. I think when you're in a job that you don't feel like part of the team, that's when it, you're in a bad place, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You start becoming a little bit more individualistic and me, 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 woe me, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Finn. Finn Pomeroy. From We Are Eight Seconds and just yeah, a super talented guy as well. Really, really talented. What a daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> daredevil, just you know, the, his images as well for his, you know, like the on the F one circuit are massively yeah. inspiring. Um just his again, just his approach to, to life and to business. Yeah. Um he's very much a go getter again. Uh, it just shows how much you can accomplish if you really Stick to the things that you're good at, and stick to the things that you that you love, and and bring other people yeah. around for the journey. So we also address that very divisive topic of <laughs> whether or not you should work for, for free. free. Yeah, and I think his very much answer was yes, heck yeah. Um, if it means that you are getting the content that you need I to get, I think I've got that clip, Igor. Okay, let's play. Well, it. Yeah, exactly. Why Here am I filling it? Why am I filling it? I've made a note, Igor. Here's that clip. A few people saw some of my work and I kind of got picked up for a couple of jobs. Would you be able to do this? And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I mean, what do you charge? I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as I'm sure everyone does, you start off and extra people ask, would you be able to do this? There's no budget. I'm like, I don't care. Come shoot it. <laughs> and it, again, it's always a contentious area. But yeah, shoot for free, man. Yeah. yeah. If you can get your foot in a door, build a portfolio, show people yeah. your work, learn yourself on these jobs. I mean, if it's going to open doors and push you yeah, through. It still gets a lot of people's backs up, doesn't it? This yeah. shoot for free thing. But yeah. I think... It depends where you are in your in your career in your your profession. Like you obviously yeah. had a raw passion for photography and, yeah. and 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 documenting people and 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 you know sports, but you needed to get that portfolio under your belt to yeah, to be able to charge for it. Hundred percent. Because without that, you wouldn't be where you are. So I can kind of understand people's issues, but I mean at the same time, shoot for free. Do it if it's going to allow you to build this portfolio. Yeah. If, if you're if you're at a position where your career is kind of you're there and you're set and you think you're being challenged by someone who's offering to do the job for free then you'll probably work is not at the level you think it's at if you think you're going to be challenged by someone that's kind of just coming in and i don't mean that in a belittling way to the person that's starting but they're using it as a kind of way to grow themselves yeah. and learn and absolutely do it if it's going to open a door get you a photo pass get you a press pass whatever it is do it i mean i'd still do it now if i wanted to go to an event and someone said oh look we can give you a press pass to shoot at Wembley for a final but there's no budget great cool I'll get down I'll shoot it yeah okay. yeah. that'll ruffle a few Amen. <laughs> that. amazing okay. yeah anything else to add about Finn no I think are we going to jump out of a plane with him one day <sighs> that would be amazing wouldn't can it can you imagine yeah <laughs> okay I'm not sure we'll see <laughs> Sam's backing right. out already but no no um, I can't even go down those like vertical slides <clears throat> I hate them <laughs> Let alone jump out of a plane. Anyway, right, Jess Somerville. Jess Somerville. I mean, we touched we, on Jess already. Yes, but we did. But what were your takeaways? Um, obviously, 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 I think that was the sort of like not viral moment, but it was very much a a, a dropped mic moment in terms of um, not allowing your oh well, letting your limitations being your motivations to whatever else. You yeah, do it was, in that was life, a big really. soundbite, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that. 
that episode really just in itself um was really great for that and yeah just just really brought it really really brought it and at yeah. the same time it was incredible to I, have i've completely forgotten that we had an audience, audience here exactly Jess. that's what i was going to say and it was she incredible was, she ummed and about whether she could come and do it and then we just dropped an audience on mm-hmm. her and she absolutely smashed, smashed it. it out of the park yeah um again that's probably that's probably my you know top few episodes if you want to go and if you if you're listening to us for the first time mm-hmm. that's a good that's one a, to go. that's a that's an absolute gold nugget of an episode yeah. for me um her level of gratitude as well was just yes. really nice to hear. Yeah. Um, That's very much one of the things that very much drives her. And yeah, it was just a really well-rounded episode. Yeah. And we're glad to have a, a kind of part of our team as well. Yeah, in a way. yeah very uh, much. You know, official, uh, another idea photographer. <laughs> photographer, yeah. Okay, next up, Ben Moore. Ben Moore. <laughs> what a dude. Fascinating. <laughs> what a dude. It's like whole completely different world that i never thought i would sort of like yeah you see it and everything else on yeah. instagram and all those architectural um <laughs> drone bangers that you see but to really hear the stories behind those images and um his journey really that is taking in order to get where he is today it's quite incredible really yeah i think it just it just goes to reinforce that point doesn't it of like there's always more than meets the eye like mm-hmm. behind what people are doing like yeah there's always so much more goes into this podcast ben's drone shot you know all of these people that are doing something that yeah. you could look at and go if you wanted to be a bit of a cynic you could go oh well that that's they're lucky aren't they mm-hmm. yeah but actually there's hours there's days there's weeks there's months of yeah. years of graft and mm-hmm. hard work yeah you know finding that time forcing change you know, trying to grow, trying to develop. Yeah. And I think Ben was a real kind of um, epitome of that, wasn't he? Yeah. Like having, basically forcing that opportunity. Yeah. You know, you make make your own look, don't you? Yeah. 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 A complete hustler. Really is. Really is. Um, Choose on to Tom Wright. Tom's, do you know what? Actually, Tom's also what I mean, these are all, I'm going to find it really hard when I listen back to this going. <laughs> there isn't a bad episode for me. I've enjoyed everybody that we've oh, had. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm just going back to certain, like, like Tom's really stood out for me. Um, I just, I really enjoyed his chat. Mm-hmm. Again, very well spoken. Yeah, really Got his clear. points across really clear. Yeah. Got, had his points. Yeah. You know, was very intentional yeah. with what he wanted to say mm-hmm. and just delivered it really well. Yeah. Um, and that included this one, which is Instagram is dead. <laughs> At this point, we have had the privilege that the work product that we make for somebody else is our marketing material. And I hate to say it, that's over. It's done. Like th- these platforms don't want you to post photographs anymore. They want you to post video. And whether you like it or not, if you want to get the reach, that's what you've got to do. And I, I said this in a reel the other day, which is ironic because I was talking about how much everybody hated reels. But it it's it's kind of one of those situations you need to change or just accept the fact you're going to have to pay for access. And it, we're all upset, partially because we want our artwork to be seen by other people and like, to feel respected and happy about what we make and how much effort and time has been put into it. But the fact is that nobody else on Instagram had that luxury. If you were a jeweler, you couldn't just get on Instagram and, and like instantly see success because you didn't have the skills to make the photographs yeah. people wanted to see. So we were in a highly privileged position where we made incredible photographs compared to any other person in any other industry. And yet we were complaining now when we have to go to the same effort that every other person's had to make all this time. <laughs> Uh, I love, 
I love that clip. <laughs> I love that clip because he literally says how it is. Yeah. And, uh, but it's the stuff that people need to hear. Yeah. Isn't it? And again, it's part of why we've started this podcast, part yeah. of why we're going where we're going. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people would have listened to that and been like, it's a bit of a wake up call. Yeah. Yeah. Adapt and go forth, children. Or die. <laughs> or die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Studio 74, Rachel Ooh. and Darius. They were great. Um, I think very much the epitome of, yeah, here we go. We've got no job. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, being forced out by somebody that had a bit of a kind of archaic mentality towards, yeah. you know, development and, and people doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, but when you look back on it, that was the little nudge or the, the, that was the, the turning push away point. from the business yeah. they needed. And yeah. I think it's, I think what really resonated for me was that I think we all have that doubt, don't we, of can I leave this job and mm. can I go and do what I really believe I want to go and do? Yeah. Um, and when you hear stories like that of people doing it yeah. and actually thinking, yeah, maybe I can. They've done it. This is how they've done it. And, yeah. and I hear it time and time again. So many times. Especially in our industry with wedding photography. You, know, you, yeah. you, you often have chats, and I'm sure we both do, like with people that go, I'm just in this job. I don't enjoy it. It's like, well, you've, you've got to make the time for it. But then also, once you do finally step away, you, you discover this, this entire new world where mm-hmm. you go, I've got, I've got an entire day. Yeah. To, to focus on my business now. Yeah. Like, that's just, it's just <laughs> huge. Like, the things you can do in a day. Yeah. When you've been in that nine to five. Yeah. I, <laughs> you just brought me to a memory. I just literally, um, a thought of myself, um, just literally leaving MasterCard. I was still working there, but just leaving one day. And yep. the sheer joy, the sheer sort of like enthusiasm to literally just get into the office and yeah. just work. Get cracking. Yeah, just Building get going. Building getting yeah. your marketing going. That's it. Working on your branding, all mm-hmm. those things that, you know, you've, you're previously sort of shoehorning into like yeah. a little 10 minute window in the evening at like yeah. half 10. You're like, yeah, that's it. this isn't productive. You know, actually when you can sit down at nine o'clock and go, oh God, I ain't got to go to work today, but mm-hmm. I have got to go to work. Yeah. I'm at work. That's just a huge, yeah. like, they were just a great example of that and it's yeah. just been, you know, I think when we look at all the people, like their work is astonishingly good. Mm-hmm. Next level, isn't it? And I don't even think they realise how good they are as yeah. photographers and like the world they're in. Yeah, um, incredibly polished work. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm looking Strong forward to seeing branding. where they're going. I mean, they've been going like what eight nine months. I yeah, mean, it's frightening, really. Ridiculous. So, Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Great. And then the next big one, Christiane, which we've already Christiane. talked about. Yeah. Should um, we just play this clip? Boom. And then I went in. And that, when I woke up from that, I knew that, number one, I couldn't have any more babies naturally, mm. and that I'd lost my baby. And we'd already spent several years trying. And that was a real low moment. Yeah. But it was also the fact that, as you pointed out, I'd kind of not fought any of it. And I felt, I felt for a long time a, a real terror and fear about anything like that happening again, because with both the TB and with the ectopic... Yeah. Uh, things had been misdiagnosed, mistakes had mm. been made, and I had not fought or stood up for myself at all. Um, and so after that happened, I then had sort of PTSD symptoms for a few years. And that was um, that was a really intense time because I sort of went into a bit of denial <laughs> over what had happened. And so I would, I'd go to a wedding and I'd be driving there in the van and I'd just start sobbing or just it would, yeah, this yeah. stuff would come back and I'd just be sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. And then I'd get to the venue, I'd be like, right, make up. Hello, <laughs> here are your flowers. You know, just completely blocking all of that stuff out. And so uh, hard. 
It was it I mean, was a very I, intense I, time. I get it, I get it, but it's yeah. I think it's hard. For, it's not. It's very hard for me and you to relate to that. Yeah. But we, you know, we will have gone to weddings where things are difficult. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not, they're not even comparable. No, you, they're not comparable. Exactly. So I'm being very careful here with what I say. Mm. What you've been through is incredibly traumatic, and I'm not surprised you had PTSD. Yeah. Um, fair play to you for, for for battling through and and going and doing your job like that because I think you, mm. you know, I think it would break a lot of other people. Yeah. I think um, a lot of people would be able to relate to it. Yeah, I think so. And, and it's it's probably something that's way more common that we even than we could even begin to imagine. Mm. I really think it is, and it's part of the reason that I'm happy to talk about it. Actually, is because I I do think. There are a lot of women in the wedding industry around this age Mm. who are starting or continuing their building their families. And I think it is really, really common and and not enough people talk about how that affects your work. Yeah. Um, Mm. Particularly, I think with weddings because everything's booked so far in advance so you're trying not to overbook yourself yeah, yeah. in case you fall pregnant in case you have a baby then you have a miscarriage then you then you could have done that work but you haven't done it and and there's all those kind of emotions wrapped around that and it felt like for a long time for both me and for Beth who also was having fertility problems of her own we were sort of holding our breath a bit and not it's, it's, hard, enough, it's hard enough planning it when you haven't got fertility problems. Yeah. yeah, I think that with Christiane, we've said what we said. And for me, it was very much a turning point, that episode. It was one of those episodes where I felt like, yes, not just um, as a guest, we had someone that very much encapsulated everything that I sort of like wanted the podcast to be. But at yeah. the same time, I think that us as hosts, it was a turning point of really being able to allow the space to just allow vulnerability and growth really to be yep. at the forefront of the pod and yeah yeah all i'd add to, all i'd add to that is um just a, a thanks to christiane because yeah. it was a, an incredibly um difficult subject to approach mm-hmm. and she handled it with absolute um admiration yeah and as a, as a, you know we both have a, a, an enormous amount of respect for you for doing that i know she listens to this podcast so yeah if you're listening we love you we thank you so much for coming on and talking about it um and yeah, yeah great episode isabel pearl Whew. next up force of nature as well yeah and so young yeah <laughs> so young again just much bigger things on the horizon i think for yeah pearl. yeah um and i think again it's the perfect example of um someone sticking to their strengths yeah and really honing in on and what they know and and just running with it yeah. just running with I, it i suppose similar to rachel and darius like you know she lost her job mm-hmm. and then decided to rather than going and looking for another job just decided yeah. to run with a, a business idea that she'd had and and i think a lot of people will be able to relate to that moment in time because we've all probably lost our job at some point and yeah. i think what's important to take away from isabel's episode is that she didn't just make something up that was just a completely left-wing you know random idea it was it, it kind of was, but yeah. she also had... It kind this, of feels like it a little bit, It kind of does, it? yeah, because it is a bit out there, but that she also had the skill set in the background to execute it. Yeah. And I think more often than not, in times like that, when you are unsure about what it is you want to do, and you often hear people go, I don't, but I don't know what I want to do. I want to work for myself, but I don't know. Like, you almost need to look at... What you're good at. Yeah, what you're good at, what you enjoy, what gets your, you know, what sparks that bit of creativity in you. Yeah. You know, what your background is, what you studied in, what you, you know, what you're passionate about. Yeah. What keeps you up at night? Yeah. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. You've just got to tap into it. Yeah. 
Um, and she's tapped into it and some, hasn't she really? <laughs> I mean, frightening really that she's, you know, mid, mid late twenties. Yeah. I've got a six K or well, six figure business. And yeah. It's just enormous. She's going to go from, from strength to strength. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure of it. Um, Addison Clark. Addison Clark. What a dude. Um, I think with Addison, yeah, it'll be the obvious one really in the sense that, um, branding is so important branding is so important yep. to a business and yeah i just left that conversation with my head sort of hurting a little bit because well we both struggled to wrap the episode up <laughs> yeah. because we were both sat here going oh my okay right hold we're on got this, got so, that. and, and excited about it yeah i think if you're running a business and you you don't have a, a clear branding sort of strategy or idea i think that's a great episode to go go and just just yeah. soak up mm-hmm. because it just it, it kind of made, it normalized it and just made you kind of really think about what goes into a brand. Yeah. I mean, the big takeaway for me was just him talking about like the thank you email that they would send when somebody like purchased an item. Yeah. And the fact they went into it and they were like, right, how's this going to come across? What do we need to say? How can we improve it? How, you know, just like a thank you email that a lot of businesses would just go, oh, there's a thank Templates. you template there. Right, boom, sorted, job done. See you later. Next customer. Yeah. They were, their approach and, and, and whole kind of setup was to how can we improve every section or, or moment of that customer interaction yeah even to the point where they're just you know redesigning a thank you email to yeah. be as you know beneficial as it, as it can be it's all on small little things all the small little they details all up, don't they? yeah it's they all really the one percent yeah and then the final guest um j josh josh <laughs> otherwise known as now aquaman <laughs> you just need this pitchfork always try yeah. it josh um i think from a from our point of view from a a creative podcast was a bit of a curveball. I think we put that in the notes, didn't we? Yeah. Like he was a bit of a a random choice, but we both kind of very quickly realised that he yeah. was going to bring something to the table, yeah. and, and he did. Um, I think it was just that, like his just enthusiasm for for the creative industry for outside everything. of his job <laughs> yeah. was was huge, and just that passion and like keeping that passion is just. We're all guilty, aren't we? Of like our creativity becomes our job, and then. Mm-hmm our job kind of consumes us and then we forget to kind of play stay creative and play and experiment and no i agree it came across from josh didn't it yeah it really really did and i think that he's the perfect example of someone just enjoying what they do and really pursuing it different avenues and and making it a a good thing out of it a a productive thing and creating his community as well which he is doing in such an incredible uh, incredible way so yeah but just uh, as well just like that yeah having those creative experiences and being able to kind of go into his job and, mm. and be you know being be creative because of those those experiences yeah um and also it's worth noting that his mum did approve of the episode <laughs> got a dm <laughs> she messaged me say that he, she, he, she'd listened uh um, i find that if mums are happy yeah you've won yeah you've won um so as of right now, we've got a couple of recordings that we're doing later on today. So even though this is going out on Boxing Day, there's yep. going to be a couple of other people that we haven't talked about. That's because we've not had the conversation with them yet. Mm-hmm. But that is, as of right now, that is that is the year. That's what we've done. Yeah. It's a been lot. all right, isn't it? Yeah. And that's not even counting the episodes that it's just been the me, me yeah, and you. Yeah, me and you. They've always and had good good figures. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so, so yeah. I suppose just from, from me and Igor, to anybody that listened regularly, anyone that shared it, shouted us out, told their mates, told their mum, whoever it might be, like, thank you very much. A massive thank you. Um, we, we wouldn't be here without you. We really no, we wouldn't. genuinely wouldn't. We've had so much 
positivity and feedback and support from you guys. And we just hope that you are on the same page as us in that you kind of, you can see the benefit of these discussions and conversations. Yeah. And that we've got more to come. Yeah. And we want to hear, we want to hear from the results from you guys, what you sort of like, what are your favorite bits? What are the the sort of like nuggets that really even to today stand out from previous episodes? Because those are the sort of things that if you really implement them, if you really take action into them, yeah, um, you can change your business in and such incredible ways. You being really, inspired, really being consistent. Mm-hmm. I think consistency is going to be a, is something that underpins everything that we do. Yeah, um, you can you can do it, and hopefully, if you've listened to all these people talk, the one thing you'll take away is that you know it, you can achieve it. Yeah, you can go out there and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it is possible. That world does exist. You don't just have to sit behind yeah, the desk it's or not a mirage and it's you know, not just on the highlights it is more of than achievable and, and the next sort of six to 12 months are going to define the you know your future years if you want to go after it you can go after it don't let anybody tell you otherwise you'll get people in your you know in your circles that doubt you yeah. or say what you didn't what are you doing that for why are you mm-hmm. why are you leaving that safe secure job yeah. or you know why are you doing something that no one else has done before well just you believe in you and just go for it. Yeah, that's it. Um, and we're we're going to be here along the way. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to you know hopefully if you're at that start of that journey, you you know won't be long and you're sat here in front of us and we're having a chat. Yeah, about that experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up and say no? It's Merry just, Christmas. Yeah, I just I just feel grateful. Yeah, good. I feel grateful. It's been a good year. I've enjoyed it. Thank you, yeah. mate. Thank you. For being thank you. you. Thanks for being <laughs> you. And yeah, thank you, the audience. Wherever you're listening, Merry Christmas. I hope you've had a great, um, great festive period. Go and have um, a rest. Happy New Year if you're listening in the New Year. Enjoy and, Bailey's uh, on us. <laughs> and go for it. We'll see you all in 2023. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.